At its lowest, the beaver population in Europe measured about 1,200 animals. When reintroducing them to the wild, the vast majority of the beavers came from one colony in a reserve created by an iron foundry located in the south of Norway. Welcome to Two Thirds Focused. I'm Rasmus. And I'm your father. And I'm Two Thirds Vintage. Already? Oh Already? yeah, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm working on it, as, at least when it comes to injuries. First off, yes, it is. May the 4th be with you today. Yes. So, that's that's why Red is weird. Now, Jan, why are you old? Vintage, whatever you call it. Um, because Ancient, um, I have a new theory about, um, you know how they make fun of old people going to the doctor all the time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think they're doing that on purpose. I think they get just like... They go into a doctor and then they get sent to the next doctor and that stuff is just repeating to the next doctor and they get sent to the next doctor until they drop dead. <laughs> it's just like an endless circle. You know that one Doctor Who episode where they're in their car like floating around in the city just like on the same roundabout yeah, the whole yeah, time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's how I felt for the last week. Oh, God. <laughs> what happened? Why are you, are you seeing doctors and doctors and doctors? Well, it, it, it boils down to and that the diagnosis is that I'm just old. Okay. Um, the, <laughs> so you're not vintage yet. You're you're getting vintage by going through the old uh, age. I was old last week, and now I'm vintage. Okay, cool. That's moving fast. Oh yeah. <laughs> it will to so you as I, well. Was. I hope I stay vintage. I don't want to go too antique. Um, <laughs> no, what what it boils down to is that uh, I hurt my foot. Well, I didn't think I hurt my foot until a couple of weeks ago. Um, so Steph and I went to Prague um, six weeks back. Yeah, and um, after that, my foot started hurting a little bit. Like not not too bad, just like a little bit. Um, oh, maybe too much walking, but 20 kilometers a day. It's just like, yeah. That's I mean, Yeah, I mean, uneven um, terrain, like going up and down the hill and everything. Yeah. It was just those typical complaining at the end of the day. It's like, well, maybe I did a little bit too much walking. So, um, yeah, that, that foot didn't really get better. Well, it got better a little bit, then it got worse again, and it didn't help that I don't listen to my body and I just continue as normal. Mm-hmm. And sounds, sounds familiar. Yes. Vaguely. So, in a <laughs> couple of weeks ago, it started getting worse. And last weekend, it got to the point where I was in pain even when I was not walking and without shoes, mm-hmm. like without being the, sh- the foot being supported, I couldn't even like step probably mm. so uh first thing i did now after the bank holiday was going to the doctor she took one look at it and she's like yeah we're gonna x-ray that because that looks like it's broken mm-hmm. it's like what did you do to your foot and i'm like nothing much i just walked <laughs> yeah. she's like when was that and i'm like well it started about six weeks ago and she's been looking <laughs> at me and said yeah okay so yesterday, that was two days ago. Yesterday, I went into the x-ray. Um, the day after, well, today, I went to the um, specialist for the, the foot. Mm-hmm. Uh, thankfully, the x-ray already confirmed it was not broken. Good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, today I walked in and he looked at me and it's like, so how long did you have that issue? I was just going again. It's like, yeah, probably around six weeks. He's looking at me. Yeah. When your house burns down, you wait till it's burned down till you call the fire department, correct? <laughs> like, yeah, okay, yeah, I get of course. It, I get it. I'm stupid. <laughs> and um, so, what? It, yeah, it's it's nothing broken. There's um, some tendons 
inside the foot, like on the bottom, and um, not anymore, well, baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my, 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 mine's well. There's some infection going on, and worst case, it ripped, or like uh, it's yeah. like yeah. it's it's overstrained and it ripped a little bit, not completely, because then he said I would not be able to walk anymore at all. Mm. So um, yeah, I got something against the um, yeah against against the pain and the other stuff, and I'm just not allowed to move it. So yeah. that's that's basically it. Yeah. Also, uh, thank you guys for t- uh, taking over for me last week. I mean, I, I told all my hey. friends that I'm not allowed to die anymore, but not all of them are listening. So, nah. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. Uh, I was not, to hear. yeah, I was not in the, the right mindset to make yeah, a recording. Okay. Yeah. But how about you guys? Red? Me? Yeah. Nothing. Did nothing, almost <laughs> nothing. No, work as usual. And I spent a crazy amount of time uh, in meetings uh, because I'm now in the uh, building committee. I don't know how it's called, but we, there's a few people taking care of. The... You are in a bureaucratic hell. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. Because um, nobody is working properly anymore. So we have to constantly... It's easy now. Don't <laughs> segue <laughs> yet. Yeah. Uh, no, but it, it, we are closing... Uh, the perimeter of the building with the garden and, and the parking lot. So with fences and, and doors and gates and everything. Um, so we voted for that last year and they started working on it like last, last month. Oh. Uh, and it was all going fine uh, till two days ago when they started putting up the, the doors and the gates and we discovered that they completely fucked up the, the project what we had decided one year ago was not just respected so we had to, because um they were supposed to start putting the gates um alongside a wall and now there is a 30 centimeter gap between the gate and the wall so you can best yeah, so the gate not is exactly working useless yeah um so the guy was like yeah we're gonna fix that we're gonna put some things in between it and no no you you will move the thing you will redo the work you've been paid for and yeah so a lot of meetings uh with the other people of the building with the guys doing the work uh, i had to uh watch them basically this morning whilst they were redoing the thing um so yeah it's been a l- lot of time lost in discussion uh that we already had so it, it it's kind of it, it it's it's kind of annoying to have to to repeat yourself and repeat and 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 you basically can't trust those people because they want to cut corners and they want to save money and the result is that they will have to do double amount of work and and lose some money because they didn't do the job properly in the first place yeah i mean it's kind of my thinking with that kind of companies is that this is the culture because it works in the long run yeah probably yeah it's common enough, at least I don't know if it's very different in France, but at least in Norway, it's common enough that people will like ask for a job, people will do a job, and then people will see that's not exactly what I wanted, but not bother it enough to take it up and complain about it. That, that's probably, and then suddenly yeah. they did 
different kind of job for or a shittier job and save like you said cut a lot of corners they saved money yeah mm. they made more money and then they didn't hear back so it's like maybe like in the end they realized that's the way to do business because yeah. not enough people are calling them out on it yeah but not with us <laughs> i mean well, I, I, well if you were in charge <laughs> exactly. uh, not only me but there is a there's a guy in the building very nice guy he's as stubborn as i am so it, maybe even more uh, when it comes to, to then, taking... then you should always try to be on the same side oh we are we are for sure um, you have like that in, in, <laughs> in unstoppable object and no oh, what's it, it uh, unending force an immovable object or whatever it was maybe probably yeah yeah uh, 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 it's it's some physics mayhem thing yeah don't, don't bother do no no but the, yeah do you have that mobile forge correct uh yeah i have just, just move it down in the driveway while they're working it's like well it's so sp- <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm making a new axe yeah just approach them with a red hot stick of steel and go like are you yeah. are you efficient hey, hey? <laughs> exactly. no, actually, actually the guy the, the 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 workers are very nice and, and doing a very good yeah. job the the guy who's in charge of the company is the one that's that's cutting corners and and want to save money and and decide that oh you start there you do this and you do that and the problem was him because when we decided on the project a year ago he showed us uh pictures like photoshopped uh gales and doors uh on 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 pictures of of the building and it was all fine and when he started doing the thing it was not matching the pictures that we had so we had to make a big fuss about it because that's not what we we ask and that's not what we are paying for but we we stopped them early enough uh, that they can now uh, modify what they have done and and save the the situation kind of mm-hmm. uh but yeah a lot of time spent on on discussing these simple matters some stuff that should shouldn't be even discussed because it was decided a year ago yeah. so yeah uh probably that, the gates are ordered too short all uh, oh, no short. Uh, i hope not i hope not now it should be it should be fine but it, it will take a f- few more days uh tomorrow they will put up the fences and obviously we'll have to to be there and and and, and just watch them a little bit so nothing is like crooked or or, or forgotten so, but yeah it's been most of my week doing that and also of improvement, uh, varnishing furnitures and sanding and varnishing and sanding and varnishing again Yay. because that's glorious sanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I, I see s- the joy in your eyes when you talk about it. Yeah, but yeah I mean, he seemed a little bit dead right now. He <laughs> <laughs> like, got that look like drifting off. <laughs> Just, oh. Now sanding is has never been the issue for me. I I quite enjoy sanding um, because. It, gives me time to rest to think and to plan the next steps but varnishing is like painting uh i really enjoy it when it's like uh uh, the with my airbrush uh thing for models or stuff but when it comes to uh like real paint and varnishing on furniture or walls uh i i always I, I'm not happy with the job that I'm doing. I'm not happy with hundred uh, percent happy with the result. So that's not my favorite part because I'm I'm not great at it. But I did okay this time, and I, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm progress. happy. Yeah, progress always. 
What about you, Raz? What? How was your week? Good question. No, uh, sorry. <laughs> okay, you were I fixed, far I fixed away. my car. But this time, I, uh, I, I, I was like, I don't feel like I've done anything this week. But no, I, I did fix my car this weekend. No, you didn't. Uh, a friend of you, of yours. Yeah, I was. I hit Fax things with a hammer. <laughs> I helped. As usual. <laughs> yes. No. Yeah, there was rusty parts, and they needed to be like. Uh, Removed. If you have real receipt on your car, it has it has to go. You, you, yeah, yeah. The, the pictures you showed me, like that, looked like rust particles holding end. There was no metal anymore. <laughs> no, there is. There's metal in in there. Uh, it's Somewhere. just very well hidden. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So it's all do- no. all done now. All fixed. Yeah. Well, I I need to uh, fix up my brakes a bit this summer. But it's good. <laughs> it, I mean, it, it's a potential issue down the road. It's nothing critical. It is fine. I passed the MOT. Everything is good. Okay, good. But my friend looked all over things and was like, yeah, this is... F- I mean, you just passed the MOT. This is actually still fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah. we should fix this before it becomes a problem. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, that, that's that's the line of it. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, and it's also actually a bit funny and interesting to sort of actually have a car a bit demystified in my mind and sort mm-hmm. of like, oh, I, I actually now can visualize a handful of the parts that makes the car go mm-hmm. and function. Whereas before it was like, it's a black box with magic inside. That's a nice feeling, isn't it? To know it is, it is. It really your is. Own car. And it's also really nice to also see him as a guy who is teaching other mechanics to ha- do the MOT tests on car. Mm-hmm. That also he fixes a lot of the problems with a hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yes. But apart from that, like, the, the week has been mostly frustrating. Why? Uh, it, it, it's a series of small things. Okay. And it, it, it will eventually, hopefully, maybe segue beautifully into the topic. Uh, but one thing is uh, I've been out of gas, propane gas in the forge. Oh, not cool. Yeah, I mean, uh, we have seven empty gas bottles, and part of that is my fault because I teach classes and we go through three of them in uh, two weekends, basically. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I've been using all of that, but I had like literally just enough left to forge out and forge weld two Damascus rings. Cool. Yeah, really nice, really cool. Except the pattern and the feather pattern I wanted to try to do disappeared in oh. the forging and the grinding and all of it so it's like yeah. it just looks like a straight pattern with a lap weld on it and it's like yeah i'm not happy uh-huh. uh i told the customer and it's like i'm not happy about this i'll be more than happy to redo them if you want me to but i'll send them to you now if nothing else than just as a size test mm-hmm. good uh so it's like yeah that, i mean that's fine that's off it's it's going. It will arrive well in time for uh, when his birthday, when she is going to propose, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah. And I even got a chance to use the Dremel and try to engrave a rune into each of the ring. Nice. Which also was kind of interesting because it's like, uh, it's just like, uh, uh, and fuck. Uh, yeah. Okay. Never mind. Uh, sound a bit and then try to fix that. And mm. it, it's better. Cool. <laughs> But yeah, uh, so that, that was like one frustrating part of like, I struggled to get the pattern to show up. I struggled to get, uh, and then when the first started to show up, it wasn't the pattern I wanted. Mm-hmm. So I need to redo and rethink. And I have like still, like I split the billet in half way back when, before I did like the first couple of folds or the last couple of folds. So I still can go back and try again. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but that's like for a different time. I'll, I'll try to forge out a couple more and see if I can manipulate what I have to make the pattern better. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe I can also just forge this down into like 8, 10 mil square and then twist it to actually make the pattern more interesting okay. and then forge rings out of it. I, I can do all of these things. So it's it, it's not wasted. Yeah. And the, the couple of milliners I forged out of it look kind of cool, but also yeah. the pattern is really straight in there. Except for the end piece where I folded everything over because that actually literally looks like a campfire inside of the hammer, which I think is really, really cool. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but that's like the one out of the four jewelry pieces I forged so far. So mm, there's that. But then it comes to the other complaining bit. Okay. Because I'm out of gas, I asked the guy who's in charge of the workshop to order more gas. Yeah. And that's usually nice and dandy, except I also usually have to remind him a couple of times before they actually show up. So I tried to do that early enough. Mm -hmm. This time it didn't work. Especially when the, the delivery of gas actually shows up and he doesn't pick up the phone. So the gas, the gas truck just drives off again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, and he just go, oh, yeah, no, they'll probably just come back tomorrow. And I go, probably or they will. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, they're probably... No, fuck off. I I need gas. Yeah. And then he tells me today, okay, I'll reorder. And and when you want it, I was like, yesterday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking yesterday, or at least, or preferably last week. Yeah. And he go, fine, okay. Uh, they'll show up tomorrow, eventually. And I was like, fingers fucking crossed. But it's like, annoying. And we yeah. also got replacement, uh, got sorted out with replacement uh, dies for the power hammer combination dies mm -hmm. yeah yeah and again they tried to deliver and he didn't pick up the phone oh, so damn. they just, it just drove off and luckily the guy who sold uh the, sold us the power hammer mm -hmm. he knows me he knows i'm in contact with all of this yeah so he phones me up and goes so hey listen yeah that was what i was about to ask you can't you just give your phone number to the delivery guys for the gas or whatever because you are well, you shouldn't have to that's no, yeah, of course, yeah, but... I mean, uh, one thing is... Uh, uh, granted, there's an absolute mess outside the workshop at the moment because the the, the new building they're building across the street, mm -hmm. uh, I, mean, I don't know, 13, 10-story apartment building, something, something, wow. it's nearly finished, so it's absolute chaos outside because they're finishing all of the landscaping and the sidewalks and all of it. Okay. So it's an extra mess out there now, and we don't even have access to our own loading dock because that's rented out to the construction company. Okay. As parking spaces. Okay. Which also lines up brilliantly because now finally the new grinders are about to arrive and the loading dock I'm supposed to be using is not available. Mm. So uh, there's an option. Hopefully the, the car that will come and I'll try to get a hold of the company. It's small enough and I, we can harangle that into working. But that's like another thing. But it's the whole thing of like, you, you have one job nah. as being a manager of the workshop. as to fucking answer the phone when you organize shit. Exactly. That sucks. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, luckily, um, I call off UPS and I just say, hey, listen, the guy who was supposed to accept this thing is sick. I just excuse him out of the way. Mm. And it's like, can you get this delivered? When can you get this delivered? Okay, here's a description of where to leave it because it's a couple of chunks of metal. Sorry? Uh, the, the, the description, the correct one, isn't it ill? Uh, mentally, at least, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and like, yeah, so just leave it by there and here's my phone number. And he's like, yes, good. I'll put everything down in both English and Norwegian because yeah. English le or Norwegian level of the people driving a lot of these trucks 
sometimes marginal. So it's like, good, excellent, fine. At least I'll be phoned up if there's any questions now. Okay. So hopefully they will, the new dice will show, show up tomorrow as well. But it's like, ah, uh, it's it's a simple thing of you're supposed to be in charge. Yeah. The simplest thing you need to do is just actually pick up the phone when you know things are going to come and arrive mm -hmm. and all of that. Yep. Should have done it yourself. And yeah. Well, that's. That's that's the topic, isn't it? <laughs> uh, I mean, it it it's been heavy on my mind this week because it's just so fucking frustrating. Especially when I'm already have shit tons of things I would like to do and the jobs I would like to finish. Yeah. And like, yeah, the rings they need to get done. Luckily, I had just enough gas to finish the forge world. And also, turns out it's a hell of a lot easier to forge world like proper Damascus than manky, crusty chainsaw chain with oils in it and stainless bits and all yeah, of it. Yeah, sure. Uh, so yeah, uh, at least that worked, and I have a shit ton of other things I can do and make ready for the market just after I come back from Maker Central. Mm. So I started doing all of that, uh, and I needed to go and pick up my car. So it's like to today was a messy day anyway. Yeah, but it's sort of like I had a plan, and now I need to like phone up the customer and have a conversation with them, saying like I can't finish on time. Mm -hmm. And there's no reason to come up with excuses in front of the client because it's my problem. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's an, it's annoying on many fronts. But um, is there a place you can go to pick up a, a bottle, a, a gas bottle, like for emergencies? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I have I have gas myself. It's but it also was a problem that I didn't have a car until today. Okay. Yeah. Sure. So I mean. Um, what I'll probably do tomorrow is I'll, I need to run a few errands now that I have the car anyway. Uh, so I'll, I'll just buy a couple of propane tanks mm -hmm. and I'll drive to the workshop and I'll carry them down in there and I'll use that up until he shows up. Yeah. Uh, with, with, the, uh, with the the delivery guy shows up with more propane. Mm -hmm. And like I'll be set. I need to pay for the propane anyway, so it doesn't matter if I pay to this one company or if I just buy it myself yeah. off of a uh, vending machine kind of thing. Because mm. we have that in Norway. I don't know if that's common in your place, but <laughs> we have. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, well, you can't have that in Paris, at least, because then it will just go boom. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, well, sorry, is that the reason why you have the fencing coming up now? No, or no, no. That... It, it's. Uh... Oh, you said it was a year ago. <clears throat> you yeah, no, but okay, it, yeah. It, the idea came up like apparently four or five years ago, and it has been, it's been decided last year. The main problem is that people are. Um, parking their cars on our parking lot so ah. that's the main issue oh okay so it's it's yeah okay fine it's not like a big security like three meter fence with barbed wire no 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 we have guns for that no i'm just kidding but um <laughs> <laughs> we just don't want people outside of the building coming in because also we let our kids play um, there, there, there's kind of a garden next to the parking mm. lot so we let the kids play and yeah. some people are um, driving through the parking lot in order to save like 20 seconds when they are driving in the yeah. area uh, because they don't want to, to drive all the way around. Uh, and it can be dangerous for the kids. So that's also why we wanted to, to, it to be closed. But yeah, nothing to do with yeah, what hap what's happening in France at the moment. The riots are not here. 
It's, yeah, it's, I, I, you did mention that a while back. Yeah, yeah, it's mainly making in Paris. Fun. Paris and Lyon and big cities, but it's getting worse uh, these wow. past few days. So yeah, but that, yeah. That, that's a different story, different topic. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I guess back to the conversation then, mm -hmm. just about how, um, in this case, it's more like, yeah, I tried to give you a job, you fucked up, now I have to go in and fix things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, and like, but makes sort of makes me think like, well, that's then just someone I can't rely upon. And every, and every other thing going forward that normally I would delegate to them because it's supposed to be their job, I will just have to do it myself because then I know when it's getting done. Pretty much. Um, let me ask you: is, Like, did that just happen like the first time, or is that constantly happening? Oh, that's been always. Okay. Yeah, so you can't. But rely just on them. okay. But yeah, but you, you, before it was more like, yeah, I'll tell you, we need to order gas now mm -hmm. or soon, and uh, I'll, I'll and he'll say, oh, excellent, I'll go do that right away. Mm -hmm. And we have the conversation: how many bottles, etc., etc., etc. Three, four days go by, and I like, when will the gas show up? And I was like. Oh, what gas? Oh, fuck like yeah. You, yeah, and mm. I was like, "You're not, you're not even mentally here." No, you off. you can't be a manager when you're like this. I mean, you're managing. Yeah. You try to manage yourself. Well, yeah, and then <laughs> yeah, yeah. you you'll do work for other people. I mean, I totally understand the fact that now you can't rely upon them and you can't trust them to do whatever you need them to do. So you will have to do it yourself for sure. Yeah, um, mm -hmm. and that that's really I I I don't think it's it's a, it's everywhere. Um, I'm I'm hearing. Mm, I think it has greatly increased since the last few years since Corona. Yeah, that that I, I'm hearing on the internet mainly that people are are more and more this way that they don't want to invest themselves in a job in a mission in whatever they have to do and it's probably something to do with covid and the lockdown and the way that people are looking at their job no not, not just I, that i think what is infuriating is because corona was well first of all it happened during corona and then after corona everything is corona has been excused for everything yeah yeah for like yeah. the shortage on materials which is it like it is like i've, I've seen it and to a certain extent but also it's a light excuse for people to do. And I, I have the strong feeling, especially when it comes to uh, anything in construction or that has to be done, um, people have become incredibly flaky. Mm. I mean, and they, they will tell you like they're going to be, I had the example today, the, the guy doing the, um, we have a heating system, gas heating system, and uh, we had to do the inspection for it this morning and the guy told us he's going to do the inspection he's going to come at 7 30 at 8 15 i called the company and asked where the guy is and they couldn't even tell me on the phone okay they were like yeah um yeah well he's going to be there between 7 30 and 9 30 i'm like no you guys told me he's going to be here at 7 30 i have a doctor's appointment like, i'm not yeah. going to be yeah. here if the guy shows up and then it's said, like, oh yeah well uh he's going to call you directly and like 10 minutes later the bell rang and I don't know if they sent them to the wrong job or whatever, but this is just, oh, it's infuriating because it's not, that itself wouldn't be annoying, mm. but it's this happening and 20 other cases within the last half year that I tried to get somebody there and yeah. nobody came on time or they just didn't show up. And like, it's starting with um, the normal packaging, like the 
if they give their packages. And I hate it, especially, and this is what I completely agree. Like, if you don't do it yourself, and I've gotten to that point where I think twice if I can do something myself or if I actually really have to call someone about it because I just mm. don't want to deal with it because it's wasting my time. <laughs> yeah. And it's also a struggle of like, you try to delegate it to save your own time. Mm. And it's more, and then, it takes more time. And then, yeah, exactly. And like, it you just spend more time trying to wrangle someone in to get a job done and then you end up doing it yourself anyway. Or just the process of getting it in, in steals so much of your time that it nearly would have been faster to do it yourself in the beginning but that's uh i i find that to be kind of unfair like a blanket statement although like yeah i agree this seems to be kind of a trend in that direction but i feel i don't know uh either it's mostly just single people being not well not caring about doing a good job or it's a systemic issue in the company that they're not able to correct I feel like, generally speaking, most people want to do a good job, but if they are in a company where doing a good job is not rewarded, then what the fuck would they not would they care to? Yeah, I, I agree. The, 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 usually, when it comes to a job, people are um, caring about that job for tourism because they love the job, yeah. or because they are rewarded when they do it, or punished when they don't. So that 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 for me, it's the the two possibilities. You love your job, so you're gonna do it the, the to the best of your abilities uh, because you just like it. And then, if you don't like your job because that's not your passion passion in life and just your job to pay the bills, if you're well, not, you're just a <clears throat> your boss is a dick. Yeah, also that. But there there is this this thing that the, your job is not your passion, so you don't mm -hmm. you don't invest yourself into your in the job like every single day because you really love it. So the reward would be a good pay and the punishment will be a, a bad pay. No, I mean, mm. there is a lot that can happen, but... Um, yeah, but this is... I, I, I'm not sure, but I don't think this is an excuse for someone to not do their job. I mean, and this is the same thing. It's like, I don't care if it was them doing the... Um, like, if it was the worker who maybe overslept or if it was a mismanagement on their side it was just like in the situation of the customers and this is why i i can't even get mad at our customers anymore if they uh, explode if something goes wrong on our part because it's just constantly with everything you try to go do like it's every remotely anything time sensitive it feels like within the last half year gets either pushed back or is not even taken seriously. And this is just something that's infuriating after a while. But maybe because yeah. because you're understaffed. I mean, if you have... I don't know where the problem is coming from, but the problem is here. Yeah, this there is, there is, there is like, definitely I'm a problem. I'm at that point where I don't even care anymore what the issue is. I just know if I have to take my phone and I have to call someone to get something done, I'm now at not a 50-50, like I'm at a 70% chance that it's not going to work out. Yeah, that's the I'm, proof I'm that you I'm absolutely are. overjoyed at the moment. Like the other day, I ordered flowers at the flower vendor down at the farmer's market. Mm -hmm. And I got down and he had the flowers ready and handed them to me. <laughs> and I gave a tip because I was just so happy that it actually worked. Yeah, that, <laughs> I, th yeah. I think like, that's exactly is... the issue. Like you, we expect now that everything or something goes wrong most of the time instead of 
uh, relying on the fact that it will it will Ren, go I'm German. well. You know how hard it is. Yeah, <laughs> somebody no, no. Not <laughs> on time. Somebody not sticking to the work. It's killing me. <laughs> and and now you're vintage. So yeah. yeah. No, but it reminds I'm me the of the old man now. <laughs> it uh. reminds me of the the previous generation. Um, like uh, I'm not even gonna say in the 2000s, but in in the 80s or in the 60s, <laughs> right? Um, when people were like, "Oh, the the youth can't work. They don't know how to do their job. They are all always thinking about the cinema, music, smoking, partying, or whatever. They are not focused on their job and they can't do it properly." It's something that's been said for generation and generation all over again for like hundreds of years. So I I don't really think there is an issue with the next generation or with the people working it's just that we have some habits we are used to work in a certain way we are expecting a certain results and when society is shifting when it's starting to move in direct different direction obviously our expectation will be betrayed and or not met just simply not met and we will have to adapt to the, the this new way uh, the society works now so the, this shift is uh, uh, that's why i was mentioning covid uh, earlier in the conversation because i hear it's not it's not the cause it's the origin so the, it's it's symptomatic of a generation that i've i've understood that job is not everything in life that you can't survive if you're not yeah. paid if you're not going to work because you can just die tomorrow for disease oh yeah ran random one right so I understand that it's very disappointing when you're when you are trying to do something with someone, especially in a company, and they, they don't deliver because it's it's fucking frustrating. You are you are running late, um, you are not able to do your own job, you're not uh, you you can't please your clients. So it, it's like this snowball effect of the small things and it goes wrong and everything goes wrong because it, it's built upon different people and different skills. So if one fucks up, uh, the result will, will not be there. Yeah, it's, it's still difficult. I mean, even if, doesn't, if something doesn't work out. I mean, if you get, for example, sick, like you're supposed to meet a customer and you get sick, like mm -hmm. that, that morning you wake up and you have a cold or just for the example, being Corona, you tested positive or something. It wouldn't kill you to pick up the phone calling the customer and said, you know what? Like, shit happens. I just woke up. I'm sick. I'm yeah, not going to yeah. be able to make the appointment. I apologize for canceling on such short notice. But that's that something different. That wouldn't kill anyone. Or if I'm so sick, I call at work and say, it's like, I have an appointment at a customer. Call it. Like, I just broke my foot. Call that customer. Tell them I'm not coming. Yeah, I, I totally like, agree with you, Jan. But I, I don't think that, that doesn't happen. Like lately, yeah. if it doesn't, they don't call and say it's like, "Well, I'm not gonna make it." They just don't show up, and this is infuriating because I'm yeah. wasting my That's like. I basically paid for not spending my own time, and I'm sitting there waiting, and nobody's showing up. But that's not work it ethic anymore. That's just common sense and politeness and respect. Yeah, but it's not working anymore. No, that that's not working. I understand. My wife's telling me all the time they are trying to hire people and and they they just don't show up to the interview. And when they get hired, they don't show up to the to the job the day they are supposed to start the job. Oh, fuck off! When you don't show up to the interview, you shouldn't get hired. No, absolutely, and that's and, that's and then the issue. Even more so, when 
when they don't show up to work after they didn't show up to the interview, you shouldn't be fucking surprised. Yeah. No, but uh, yeah, I I think it's a it's a combination of a, a, a lot of different things. And if we are only talking about um, relying on people in a job or the teamwork, I mean, I'm I'm working alone. My boss is a dick, and and. <laughs> I can relate. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I I have to do everything all by myself, and that's a real problem because sometimes I get the feeling that nothing gets done because I don't have the time or the ability, the energy, the motivation to do everything that I should be doing. Like t- today, I spent um, a few hours, as I said, sanding and varnishing. Uh, a few pieces of furniture. One was my my um, uh, work table in 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 my uh, workshop, which is why it now looks so clean. Yeah, now it's absolutely organized. Yeah, it's clean and organized <laughs> and shiny and soft to the touch. And yeah, but it killed my day. Yeah. Like I couldn't do anything else uh, aside from that because, uh, <laughs> I mean, it it would have taken like ten minutes with someone. To just clear the workshop, uh, uh, put the desk in, in at the right place, sand it, varnish, let it dry, put it back together after a few other coats. Um, like if 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 I was helped by someone, I could have divided this amount of work between me and someone else. And whilst the other one was working on a thing, I could have been working on a pattern, a little working project, on a video yeah. editing, or whatever, or uh, remaking my website that I'm, I'm, I wanted to do for a, a long time, and I'm still not able to to start because I don't have the fucking time or energy. Mm-hmm. So teamwork is is essential. We can't, we can't. I, I, I. I I am absolutely certain that whatever the fuck you do in life, you can't do it alone. And let me explain. That's true. And I agree. I agree. I, I mean, we are self-employed. We are working alone. But Raz, you have to rely on someone to order gas, right? You, yeah. you have, you have the the guy that delivers the guys, the driver works for you indirectly. The 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 the, the company that produces the gas works for you in the, indirectly. So it, it's all a big thing of we can't work if we don't rely on people at some point. I mean, I, 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 need, I need someone selling leather. I need someone uh, delivering the leather. I need, I need someone producing all the tools and, and things that I, I, I need for my work. I need an internet connection. I need people to install a fucking internet connection in my building for yeah. in, in order to be able to. That was do. fun, wasn't it? That was absolutely who best time <laughs> of life. But but my my point is that um, I think the secret of success you, you were kind of mentioning that Raz earlier is to to surround yourself with the right people, and the right mm. people is, are not always the smartest or the funniest or but just people that were were willing to do their job properly, and it, it's not going crazy about it. Like, oh, I'm I'm gonna go over the top just because I'm working for a friend or because I want this client to be happy. Just do the the work you're supposed to do, and that's already good. I think it's worth mentioning also, like we just feel 
often happens in a corporate world where it's sort of like they need to hire someone because they need to expand because they need to make more money because they need to be capitalist and growing business and all of that shit but then they might forget that it's more expensive to hire a bad employee than it is to wait until they can find the right one and well yes and no yeah yeah i mean uh through three modifications and all of that uh but at least the way I see it is, for my sake at least, I only want to work with people who have a genuine interest in delivering good work. Mm. And who are reliable enough to tell me when they need more time, more money to do the job that they were prospected to do to the level that they know I expect of them. It's kind of hard to, to ask that from people. Like, j just the, the last part you said, like, I expect them to tell me when they need more time or more money that's I, when i was working in this in this oral language school in in tokyo all the people who were working with me were well paid i mean for the job that we were doing we were well paid some were fucking complaining all the time all the time because they had to work for a decent amount of money in like teaching French, what they were supposed to love doing, yeah. but they were they were complaining all day long. So the first day I was like, we are paid the same. I'm here because I love teaching. I'm here because I love Japan. I want to live in Japan. What the fuck are you doing here if you don't want to teach or live in Japan? Leave. Yeah. You are free to leave. Leave. Mm -hmm. Just shut the fuck up and leave. They were like, yeah, but it's difficult to find another situation and a job. So stop fucking complaining. I mean, if you don't want to do your job properly, you have the liberty, you have the freedom to change. Of of course, and we all have bad days in our jobs. Yeah, obviously, and that's that, so so that, that uh, of course, and and I'm I'm the first to have bad yeah, days but, at the moment. But if you are constantly complaining about your yeah, yeah. the job that you have to do, chronically complaining that yeah, just leave. I mean, find find a way to get out of this fucking living hell that you are going through, because that's not a way to live your life if you are if you are. Yeah, if you're doing your job is hell on earth, stop doing it. Leave. There's someone will do it for you and they will be happy to do it for you. Maybe because it will be new. Maybe because you, they will take the money that you are earning at the moment and that will be more than enough for them. But if you are slowly digging your own grave by going to a job that you hate every single fucking day, and complaining about it and finding excuse to do it but still complaining about it like i need the money but i don't like a job i'm not paid enough i i have no free time sure but you can't have everything i have free time i'm doing what i love i don't have any fucking money i'm broke as hell but that's a choice i mean i'm not i'm, I'm not choosing to be broke that's not what i mean. that's not what i mean but, yeah, no, you choose to have free time. Yeah. Oh, and then you end up being broke because of that. Yeah. I, I, people selling stuff on the internet and everywhere, they always tell the clients, or, or a lot of them on the internet at least, say that you can choose two. You can have uh, it quick, you can have it well done, or you can have cheap. So you, you decide between quality, time, and money, right? It's the same thing in life. If you yeah. want a lot of money, you will have to give up on 
your free time or the the job that you are doing the, the like sure. it's going to be a hard harder job uh not not spe not specifically physically it can be also mentally draining but you will have to choose and you can only get two of them yeah and, and that, honestly like that's kind of why i work as much as i do at the moment mm -hmm. because uh i can and i would much rather work my arse off now yeah. when i don't have a family yeah instead of having to do that when i do have absolutely hopefully eventually and not be able to spend time with them yeah yeah i i did that and i regret i will regret it for the rest of my life the first two years of my son i didn't see him grow and and that was heartbreaking so the day i realized that that no i prefer to have a shitty life without any money than a fucked up life working all the time for other people and not enjoying my family it's a not choice a shit life then a poor life no, no i mean that sounds weird as and not a monetary motivated life yeah you can you can call it whatever that actually you want sounds to call pretty it, but, good yeah but it, it it's it yeah yeah you're absolutely right i mean is, isn't it uh, it's just an old meme i guess you could call it where you have like this fisherman like chilling on the beach mm. Just relaxing and have this businessman walking up to him yeah. and you have that tirade of going like why why are you chilling off the beach beach like you could be out there fishing you can make more money you could hire get a bigger boat you could hire a crew make more money so that when you retire you can sit on the beach and relax and he's like i am already <laughs> sitting on the beach and relaxing yeah. what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly that's pretty much it yeah i mean it's not um, it's not easy every day to be broke but um um and it's not fun either. And it's not fun. And but yeah. the thing is that I know that I will have to choose between time with my family, doing what I like, and money. Right? Yeah. I chose well, yeah. to spend time with my family to do what I like and not have money. It 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 might change next month or in two years because I will be fed up of being broke and I will take a job, but I will not see my family and I might hate the job. And so we it it's all personal decision. I, I think it's about balance. It doesn't have to. Yeah. Because I love doing my job. I often complain mm -hmm. about my work. It's not, But it's not about my job. It's more about the circumstances. Well, stuff that could go better and it's not going my way because I'm not self-employed and I don't have control over it. Yeah. <laughs> Plus you're stuff. working I, with people. Stuff I would do differently. Yeah. But as in, in the decor, I still like my job. Um, yeah. It combines... I don't have the risk, as we often talked about it, um, mm -hmm. as you guys have in your like self-employment. And um, I've gotten, and this is one of the good things Corona changed is I'm I'm on top of my projects. Yeah. And as long as I'm that, it's kind of I I still have my free time mm -hmm. that I can use. I'm not saying I'm slacking off from work, but I can basically choose how I. No, I mean, you're hired, to do, you're hired to do a certain job. Exactly. And I, technically speaking, your employer doesn't really care how long you spend taking that job as long as it gets done within the time frame. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I am I can do it and I'm often doing overtime too. But it's yeah. all... With, I mean, we, it's, we, we it's, know you're driving a lot. You have all the, mark, yeah. the, the exhibitions and all of that. You have expected result, I believe. You have to, to oh, yeah. make a certain amount of money every year selling stuff to clients, right? So the quality exactly. of your job is judged by how much you well, I make have to for the, sell. For the I'm company. expected to visit. There are numbers of customers I am 
like kind of expected to visit stuff mm-hmm. like that there there are expectations by my job yeah but there's nobody telling me tomorrow at seven o'clock you have to start driving to this customer and be mm. there at eight i make my complete like i make my own appointments yeah mm. i follow my leads i call the customers i make appointments by myself and i usually go after what the customer wants unless it's like yeah uh he's up in like close to berlin saying it's like please be there here it's seven o'clock tomorrow morning then i'm going like yeah that's not gonna work <laughs> that's all uh, that's also something you can't ask someone else to do for you like we were talking about like uh, ask teamwork or or not being able to do everything by yourself and when you have to visit a customer again you you mm-hmm. have to be there in person because your skills at explaining your products and selling your products to the customer and and giving support once uh, after yes. they bought the thing it's that's the skills that you have and that while you... i'm on the road i cannot answer the emails of my customers so i need one of my colleagues to take that job over for me and yeah. i am mm-hmm. incredibly lucky that i have good co-workers that we talk to each other and mm. we kind of feather the impact. Mm. And that's just something that actually really got difficult during um, Corona times. Well, like the, the after, let's say the time after, because yeah. we were able to go to the customers again, but we were still like mainly working out of home office. And then the communication just got a little bit more difficult. So what changed for you for the past, like let's say 10 years, yeah. What changed? Because Raz and I are self-employed, so it, it's like mainly on us if it works or not, right? I, I came from that job where I was bitching and complaining like almost every day. And I was pointed, that was pointed out to me by friends. And I was just like, you're right, I need to change something. So I changed jobs. So I, I went and that, that, and it wasn't easy because that was not a time where there were, like my, my particular job was needed in service. But I kind of, um, no, I put an effort in. And, no, but uh, I, I, w- I yeah. was more saying in the, uh, in your world, in your, not, not sp- especially in company, but the, the, the branch you are working in, you mm-hmm. said, you said earlier about like people are complaining and people are not giving a hundred percent. And did, did, did you felt, no, did you feel that shift in mentality, uh, over the past few years in your, in your trade? I am, to be absolutely honest, I don't know if it's something I'm just now recognizing because I have to deal with it mm-hmm. more or if it's when it's always been there or if it's really changed. I think it changed within the last years, especially. Do you know why or do you have the feeling of there is a reason behind that? A feeling? Anything? I don't, well, Corona just projected it and I'm kind of like, don't, don't want to go back to that all the time, but uh, I think it started before that. Mm-hmm. I am not 100% sure, but I feel like there's a certain decrease of quality or it's not It's not even the quality. Um, I, I seldom have complaints about the job that is done with like when somebody or job I had it done, it's more the mm-hmm. commitment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the... In- enthusiasm for the job no not not even like even though the, okay. like the worker that arrived this morning he did an absolutely like he did a great job I, like i had a short conversation with him he apologized like when he was here he apologized for being late um yeah, yeah. it was just the, the 
the job he's done, like, there's no complaint about it. It's just that kind of making an appointment and they're not showing up. It's the, the commitment to Everything times around, around it, mm-hmm. being it um, payment, being it other stuff. It's like you agree on a price and then you get a bill that's 30% higher, for example. And this is stuff that's continuously mm-hmm. growing. This it, You get the feeling like stuff is not as agreed. Yeah. And this is that what makes it so hard for me. And if I don't, if, for example, if I need to do, I, need, I have work coming up in the garden and I'm going to need help with it. And I'm seriously considering just hiring a helper instead yeah. of giving the contract to a company. And it's not because of the money. It's just, I know I want to have it done this year. Mm. And right now I'm not trusting anyone that they are actually show up. Or if they tell me a time frame, they're actually going to finish it in that time frame. Yeah. I think that's one of the main issues that I have. Uh, like working alone, I have to do everything. I would love to hire someone if I had the the, the uh, this possibility, like hire someone to do the the video editing, for example, or to to prep some work that I I need to do or whatever. But my issue is that um, first I don't know anyone uh, that could do the job then I would have to trust that person uh, to do the job properly, at least to meet my expectation or my standards. And that that's also something very difficult. Um, so I, I really understand the, the, the CEO who wants to hire someone for a job and can't find anyone because mm-hmm. like it's, it must be very difficult to trust someone to the point that, oh, I, I'm going to give you money every month and you will have to do to do some kind of job for me and it, it will have to be this and that and that and then you hire the guy and the guy is not mixed make, um, meeting your expectation i mean it's difficult for me as i am my own boss i can't take the risk of hiring someone to do a job that i'm already doing by myself because i'm going to be so critical about the, the said job that i'm 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 almost guaranteed to not be happy with the result. Yeah, but I'm not never going to give anyone shit about that because as a service engineer, when I started working, I got thrown into the cold water a couple of times where I was just like shown the basics and then just sent out to the customer and you're standing there with a machine you've never even seen before. No, it's true. It's kind of like you have to play every trick in the book to just get that machine fixed in the beginning. You learn fast because otherwise there's... The issue I'm seeing is what you're saying is about like hiring someone. Um, one of the issues, and this is what, sorry, going back to Ras, Ras said, um, well, only... I like it when you do that. <laughs> 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 no, you, you said earlier, it's um, only hiring someone or it's better to wait for the right person instead of hiring somebody else. If the rest of the company is falling apart, though, because let's say somebody left the company, another one got sick long term. And suddenly you have three people having to do the work of five or even worse. And then it takes only a couple of months till the next one gets sick because it's every the, the workload has to be yeah. feathered off because of contracts that already been set for a year. And this is something I've seen in other companies where the rest of the company was basically slowly starting quitting mm. because the work they couldn't find new people and the workload just stayed the same with just less people. Yeah. You can see them like breaking off left and right. I, then then I'll sort of go a bit married to him and say, only the captain goes down with the ship. 
Oh, I mean the the, the company suffers like the whole company suffers. Yeah, no, with but that. like if 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 what you're saying happens, it doesn't sound like it's a company you want to be employed at anymore anyway. So why hang around? Make a, maybe you don't have any I other didn't. option. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> granted, like all of that are things, but. I, I think, but it's an awesome issue. Like I, it's something I can see for the company. Like if they're trying to reduce, the, it's something else. If they're um, taking on more jobs, regardless. Mm. But if yeah. there's already contracts in place and they just can't find anyone to take for the people, like it, that it, it, it is a hard time. And you try yeah, yeah, to stay absolutely. with it, but it one like at one point it just goes to your substance. If you're uh, doing like 60, 70, 80 hour weeks and like you're never home anymore and you're just traveling around because you have to do work for basically two more people. But then then it's then it's only a mental health issue. And at some point you get burned out and you can't work at all. Exactly. So it's yeah, like, but it's just, but, like you said, it's it, like better waiting for the right person to come around. And sometimes yeah. they are too afraid that the rest of the people are going to be burned out and they need someone to fill that. And they rather take somebody that's not fully qualified just as a body to throw at the problem. Mm. Then I mean, uh, yeah, I get that, but that feels so much like the wrong solution to me. Uh, and and like having yeah, a, but they like, know if they don't do army, that, they're gonna lose their good people too. Uh, well, but um, yes and no. I mean, um, my thinking coming a bit from the army is, uh, the common soldier is very simple. They need a good leader to motivate them and get them to perform well. And if management in a company is not doing their their job, like okay, they can't find find new reliable people to hire. Okay, to not have to complete com- the whole entire company unravel around them by continue to try to keep up the pace they had before maybe all people retire or something. Then they need to scale back to retain whatever they can. That That is a nice romantic thought, but sometimes that's not yeah, possible. If you have I, contracts I know, that need to be fulfilled over multiple years, you always have to see both sides. I'm not defending yes. the company. I'm just saying it's like there's been unlucky situations that I've seen in companies happening where you couldn't point at management and said it's their fault. It's just because at that, the certain kind of jobs that were fall or failing or where people left, could not easily be filled, and they tried. Yes, mm. absolutely. By, by all means, I mean, there's there's always a, there's always scenarios where this just never could be done because of the just the system of the entire world at the moment, uh, and especially when it comes to a company that needs to scale back because they can't fulfill expectations. That goes against the very nature of capitalism. Mm. A capitalist says that a company needs to increase revenue year by year unless it is actually failing yep that's so which is which is fucked up which is sad there used to be a time where you had a good company if you had a stable income Mm -hmm. blanket statement full stop that was it Mm. you had a stable income and it was enough to live comfortably on yep and then something happened where the only way to be successful is if you earned more money next year than you did last year I mean, yes, you need to account for inflation. Yeah. I get that. In an ideal world, which doesn't exist, inflation wouldn't be an issue. But of course it is, because that's the world we live in, and that's how our economic system around the world operates. 
but just even accounting for that, I mean, if you just stay on top of inflation and you still earn enough to be comfortable and to put something aside in savings, mm. then you do get richer year by year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't need to beat the whole economic growth of the, the entire world that's, in addition that's to that. That's the problem. When the world is, is trying to make money from the hospital, like instead that instead of healing people and and preventing them to die, they will actually want to make money. It can't I feel like work. that's a very American issue. Not gives not the, only gives the meaning that or a life a really new meaning. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not only because now now um, it, it's also a discussion that we have in France. Like we we uh, have this universal health system, which is mm. absolutely fantastic and saves thousands of lives every single year but now they they don't want the system to lose money so they are trying to um save money everywhere like some some medication are not refunded mm. anymore oh. and that sucks because some people really need them in order to just yeah. stay alive but they are not considered as very important drugs so they will have to pay for them and unfortunately those drugs are needed sometimes about really poor people who just can't afford them so oh. that that's becoming a, a real issue my other thoughts when we you were uh, chatting the, between yourselves guys was that sometimes in a company you have to replace someone that has some unique skills and you just can't find someone to do that. My mm -hmm. um, my my sister's uh, godfather uh, is actually um, one of the fund founders of a very big, like biggest probably uh, in the world, a brand of um, gears that people use to climb mountains. Oh, and in that in that company they have a few very old machines still in use to produce some of their gears. The guys working on those machines are very close to retirement. They have been working in the company for years, but they have a set of skills that can't be found anywhere else. When those guys will retire, they will have to fulfill that, 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 that job. Well, no, they need to fulfill that job before those guys. As, yeah, I, I, that, that, that was my point. If they don't hire someone now in order to, to learn how to do the job before those guys retire, they're fucked. They yeah. won't be able to produce those parts anymore. And, and therefore, it's going to be a slap in the face of the company. So they are planning ahead, obviously. But sometimes, let's say the guy doesn't retire. Let's say the guy just has a heart attack or, or car accident yeah yeah, yeah mm -hmm. exactly <clears throat> what do you do you can't you can't uh, have this guy to teach the next guy how to do the job and that's a real problem yeah. my my feeling is also and that's something that I, I, I was absolutely mad when i heard about it a few years ago like now we work more Com more days in the year compared to uh, the slaves working for a landlord uh, in the 15th century. We have less yeah. uh, vacation. I, we, we sleep. We sleep more comfortable, though. 
Yeah, I would argue. But... <laughs> also, like less fleas and less disease. But uh, and we probably yeah, no, you're not wrong. Eat better as well, and we have better healthcare and everything. But back in those days, they were not working half a year, and now we basically have five weeks of of paid vacation at, at least in Europe, in most of the countries. We are working more compared to them in in a year and we are working more in a day that they were doing back that's in those days. So that's absolutely crazy that we are asking that much from people in companies. And I get that because of how the system is in so many European countries, uh, people can be like, oh, France, you are now in the streets because they want you to work till 64. Yeah. Uh, for sure, in other countries, the retirement age is later than that. But um, I mean, we, we decide we want to live, we want to have fun, we want to see our children, we want to drink yeah. a beer at a, a in a cafe whilst the car is burning just behind <laughs> us because that's that's what's fun in life. We don't want to spend uh, from the, the the time we wake up to the time we we go to bed or we die. We don't want to work for a company. We we want to live a little. Um, so I, I totally get that why people are protesting in the street and are against the, the, the political issues that we have in France now. I also think that it's, it's a matter of the company. It's something that they have to deal with on a daily basis with their employees. You have to trust them enough to give them a job, to trust their skills, uh, to do a, a job in exchange uh, for money because you want to grow your business and that's capitalism and I get that and okay, sure. But I mean, I'm, I think that if people lose motivation, lose, lose their um, sometimes common sense, want to cut corners, save money, don't do the work, it's maybe because we're asking too much from them. Could be. Yeah. We have I mean, I, we have that saying saving money at all costs. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like that. I also heard someone say uh penny wise and dollar stupid. <laughs> I never heard that one. Like that. Like you're you're trying to save like the, the smallest amount of money on like buying I I mean office supplies. You go for the cheapest pencils you can. Mm. And then you sign off on some kind of big project that's absolute massive failure, and you lose some yeah. of the money on that instead. So it's like there's there's no balance to any of that. Oh no, that 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 happens. You have to be smart yeah. in everything and trust other people. And if if you can't trust them because you have the proof that you can't, well, do it yourself for sure, or find someone that you can trust. That that's probably the best solution. Yeah, I think that's the only thing that actually works. My my dad uh, said something to me very early on. I am your uh, father. No, sorry. He did actually. Okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's better that way. <laughs> yeah, uh, we were all very rel relieved in the moment. No, uh, <laughs> uh, he said uh, always inspect, never expect. Oh, that's good. Oh yeah. And and like there's nuance to that. Like you don't, you shouldn't be hanging over someone's shoulder mm. and like nitpick on every single thing and double check everything they do. Mm. 
depending on the trust level and their skill level and all of that, whatever you have established, like, yeah, yeah ask, did they do that thing? Mm. How are they doing that thing? Walk over and just see how it is doing going instead of ex explaining the process every single time to them. Like, there's a difference there. But you can't expect someone to do a good job if you don't actually inspect how that job is going. Yeah. That's why, as a teacher, we we have tests for the students and, and grades and homework yeah. and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Communication is is. I'm I'm always going back to communication. But when when you you hire someone for a job or 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 the other way around, okay, you are the client and you're asking for for someone to do something like it. If for us, like in the building with the gates and thing. Um, problem was the communication it wasn't it was something was unclear at the beginning we were expecting something the guy was as some something else in mind and it it went whole downhill from there because of a, a, a communication problem communication issue so i i really like what you your dad said to you it's all about communication in the f the first step is communication after that you don't need to explain all the time but you have to just yeah keep an eye on the thing just to see if it's going okay. And if it's not, you can still go back to communication and rectify what needs to be rectified in order to 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 make the things work. Yeah, and so like, it's like something uh, to focus on? No, not, not yet. I had to find a point. <laughs> I know you always have another point. <laughs> well, I was about to uh, I was about to finish off early and then Red kept going. I was like, oh, I have yeah, exactly. this is actually interesting. <laughs> Uh, but I have a final, final point. Shout out. Uh, w when working with the welder a while back, he, he like he, he got himself a, 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 a nice posh job and it wasn't time for me any, uh, much anymore. Mm -hmm. But uh, we established a really nice relationship. First off, I mean, he came and wanted to teach, have a blacksmithing class with me. And then we ended up chatting. And I realized that, ooh, maybe you can help me with these things. And we start off simple, like uh, both for me to establish like, okay, is he talking a lot but not doing a lot mm -hmm. like it, it, regarding his skill level uh, in his, his case it's the opposite he's very modest but he's really good and really fast and really quick about things yeah i don't ex exactly always agree about his health and safety because he has like the welder squint on fairly often while he's tack welding things together mm -hmm. oh yeah welding myself and, for people without um eyelids yeah something like that and then he i i, I mean like he tacks things he goes over and shows it to me and it's like is this what you're thinking is this what you want and i'll go yes and then he goes and like suits up and does all the proper welding uh, i mean that's the way he worked fine uh we talked about it and i'm not going to nitpick that too much but that that scales up in the sense that after a while he knows like okay this is what i expect mm -hmm. he can go and do that job or i tell him to do like the same job for the third time i don't feel like i need to double check all of that yeah but i need to look over things and go like oh like you you are uh, skipping over a quality step here. Mm -hmm. You need to double check that uh, and sort of keep him on his toes and sort of say like, yeah, I still expect the same quality. Yeah, I will still look over what you've done. I'll let you know when you fuck up mm -hmm. or miss something. Mm -hmm. But generally speaking, I trust you yeah. to do all of this. And that, I mean, as long as you can re establish that relationship of that being okay. I've also met people where like, oh, I thought you trusted me and now you're nitpicking. I was like, yeah, because you fucked something up. Mm. Yeah, I, I trust you to, generally speaking, do a good job, but I'm still responsible for the final res result. So I need to ex 
inspect yeah the things for me that's, that's the, the the definition of management proper management like you trust someone but you trust someone to do a job and as long as the job is well done you don't you don't have to say anything but if something is goes wrong then it, it's it's normal process to just take a look once in a while to just check if everything is okay yeah and i mean after a while you also have that relationship or maybe it's more like thinking of it as a promotion mm. you start off like inspecting every single step mm. and then you sort of promote them to expecting the final results yeah. and then you pr promote them again and you just inspect the, 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 the how the project went yeah in total yeah and then you just give them full autonomy and you just trust exactly. them to say like yeah. here's the thing yeah go fix yeah yeah there'll be money at the other side at the, at the other side of this now we can focus on something else. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Jan, did you want to go first as well? Uh, yeah, actually, I have two. Um, the first um, one is one I focused already on. Uh, it's Project Camp. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys yeah. remember the yeah. guys in, I think, Croatia that are building up that camp. Yeah. They are yeah, yeah. now in their second season, I believe. So they always take a break over the winter time and don't release any videos. And in the beginning of April, they started releasing again. So, um, yeah, really entertainment. They're now up to, I think, 500k subscribers. Nice. I believe nice. they were up to like 20,000 when I first mentioned them. Nice. So, yeah, um, they weren't all that big. Yeah, they're, they're growing, they're growing quick. Yeah, it was Camp with a K, wasn't it? Not yes, C. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And um, the second one is a book I picked up over the last weekend up in Wetzlar, the Leica World. And that one was from Frank Howard, or Howard, I believe he's called. Uh, please don't smile. And um, I know photo books are not everyone's cup of tea, but uh, there are some really powerful pictures in there. So if someone gets a chance getting that book in their hand, it's well worth it from the images. Yeah. I mean, if you uh, look at the cover, it's already like, there's some really nice pictures in there. Just powerful from day-to-day -day human interactions. Mm. I wouldn't yes, call him okay, a street photographer, but um, just he made pictures of like family um, a lot in uh, like for Vogue magazine and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So really nice portraits, but also really nice just all day-to-day -day pictures. Oh, wow. This one is brilliant. Okay, nice. Cool. Yeah, I need to look proper at that later as well. Photo books are, I, I kind of like photo books. I'm just very bad at actually looking at them. Which sounds weird, I realize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So okay. he was an Italian um, photographer. And yeah. most of the pictures, like, I think the, the some of the most important ones are between the 50s and 60s. Oh, I really yeah. like that one with the kid uh, standing on the chair with the lady next to him. Yeah, that's brilliant picture okay thanks good shout yeah, yeah, yeah. um i'm gonna i'm gonna go next next <clears throat> yeah, do. um i want to talk about remy bedard who is actually a blacksmith in quebec uh he's doing a lot of really cool stuff and really clean job uh, we kind of, I, 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 we, we did not met and, and we really didn't chat, but uh, I discovered him thanks to May for Makers 2023 on Instagram. 
I which is currently going on. yeah still currently going on I'm still super bad at it because I'm already two days late oh no you're better than me because I didn't even start okay <laughs> okay uh but yeah the guy is... or whenever the first one was <laughs> I mean yeah so Remy is a blacksmith and we we, we commented on each other uh, post because hey a French speaker make a yeah. guy in the world so yeah and uh, his account is called strabus underscore forge uh and yeah you can uh, have a look on instagram strabus forge we'll put the link uh in the thingy and yeah i, I really like his his style in blacksmithing it's really cool um yeah cool. so go for it i, I need a link for that because i weren't able to spell anything apparently yeah my, you're saying that my pronunciation is bad that's what you're saying yes okay as as per usual as per usual absolutely <laughs> but i'm working on it yeah sometimes wonderful and uh my focus is a book as well magic 2.0 uh a series well the first book of the series uh off to be the wizard which is a science fiction medieval fantasy books fantasy book series but evil the basic premise fiction. is a series of nerds realize that they can have magical powers and they also real they also use those powers to get into trouble in modern times and escape by going back into medieval england okay and then shenanigans ensue because like they have quote unquote a bit of modern technology mm -hmm. and they have something that at least looks very much like magical powers and they mm -hmm. use that to get into sorts of trouble uh and mess with other people and their friends and yeah it's it's uh that sounds i read like, like the first half a chapter and i, and I was hooked cool. the, the state that it starts really well it gets you in there and at least for me it was like yeah it, it within the first half chapter there I don't respect. I, I don't recall the exact wording of it, but there was something in there that just said, "Oh, this is a book I'm gonna love." Nice. And I did. And there's six books in the series, and I just started the second one. And it's called Magic 2.0. Yeah, that's the series okay. by something something. Scott uh, Mayer. Yeah, that's the one. Okay. I checked earlier, and then I forgot. Sounds good because just I'm checked. going through yeah. a lot of books right now. And it's also yeah. on audiobooks. Well, yeah, that's where I quote-unquote read it. Yeah, okay. of course. I kind of... I thought a second about asking about it, but then I was just like, nah, there's no no chance he's actually taking a book in his hands. Uh, well, I, I have a hell of a lot of books, and there's there's a lot of books I want to re re yes, you, read again. Yes, you used them to level out your anvils. No, they catch fire. It doesn't work long-term. <laughs> <laughs> so at least you tried. Yeah. <laughs> uh no, I, I like reading, but um, it's just so much easier to get them as audiobooks and fall asleep to them mm. than trying to hunt down the book and wait for it to show up at the door, especially when you already finished the book mm. and all of that. But yeah, that's a good one, especially if you like really nerdy fantasy. Cool. Yeah. People, email, find us. Where? Two-thirds focused on any of the mostly social places. And also on Patreon, if you kind of like our rambling, complaining, old men vibe of an episode. Yes. 
all of that. And you can find me at Rasmus Lewin and LewinSmith.no, and I will be at Maker Central this year. And I won't. Yeah. Me neither. You know. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sucks to be you. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, and you can find me under nerdinventor.com or Jan Maxwell Photography, Jan Maxwell on YouTube. Yeah. Those Any places. of those. <laughs> and you can find me. No, you lost your chance. Now it's now it's now it's gone. Damn! Have a good <laughs> week. <laughs> Bye everyone. <laughs> bye bye.